0: Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context, Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I'm back better than ever, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about this makes no sense. Yes, this makes no sense. This is a teaching podcast. I want you to go and grab your Bibles and take some notes. Trust me, I have some things that I want to teach you today and empower you in your walk with God. As always, let's go to the Word of God in Colossians chapter 1, and we're going to look at verses 13 and 14 in Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14, and the King James Version reads like this who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Now, the Amplified version reads like this. The Father has delivered and drawn us to himself out of the control and the dominion of darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom of his son, of his love, in whom we have redemption through his blood, which means the forgiveness of our sins. I titled this show again, This Makes No Sense. And I'm sure if you've lived a little bit now, you have heard people say to you that this makes no sense. And basically what they're saying is, I don't understand it because we live in a world of carnality and we live in a world that people will say to you, if I can't see it, I won't believe it. If I can't touch it, then it's not real. And so this is why this makes no sense to a lot of people, this verse of scripture that I read to you or any other verse of scripture that people will read. Now, When you are not saved and you're not born again, the word of God can most certainly not make any sense in terms of you understanding what it is that you're reading. And this is why I tell people the moment you give your life to Christ, it's so important that you connect with the church so that they can teach you to understand the word of God. But more importantly, to help you understand you are a spiritual being. And when God begins to deal with you and I, he's not talking to our five senses. He's not talking to you to help you make sense in terms of what you can see, smell, touch, hear, feel, taste, and the list goes on and on. And so everything that is of your five senses is just what that is. It's just of those things. But we have to understand we got to move away from our five senses as it relates to the things of God. So you can read this verse of scripture and not get excited at all because it makes no sense. And for the average person, even the average Christian man. Because most people don't read their Bible today. And if you don't read your Bible, you cannot understand what God is saying to you in the realm of the spirit. Again, people are more of their five senses than they are of spiritual things. And so we've got to move away from that and get an understanding that we are more than our five senses. Yes, I understand the five sensory perception of what we can smell and taste and feel and different things like that. However, I am just not physical. I am a spiritual being. And so when God starts talking to me, and when he starts talking to you, he's not trying to make sense. He is making faith. He is helping you to understand that there's another world that I am to be a part of, and that spiritual world where things, they're real to my heart. I can't prove it in the physical realm. I can't prove it in terms of some things that God has said to me, some things that he has shown to me and made real to me in my heart. If I were to tell you some things even now about what God has said to me, you think I'm crazy, but I see it in my heart I don't see it with my eyes in terms of looking at it in the natural. And this is why the word of God, again, makes no sense to people. And they can look at this and say, this makes no sense. You mean to tell me that God has delivered me from the power of darkness and that he's translated me into the kingdom of his dear son? You mean to tell me I got redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins? This makes no sense. How in the world can I believe something like this? Now, when I am talking to people that don't know the Lord, yes, they're going to say this because they're not saved. However, if I'm talking to someone who has given their life to Christ, they should be able to connect with me in the realm of the Spirit and hear this word and say, wow, it makes sense now. Because the Word of God, just like Jesus Christ, he has to be revealed to you. Many people say that if I was living in the days of Jesus, man, that would be great. But not really, because there were people who were around Jesus that refused to believe he was the son of God, because there was nothing about Jesus in the natural as you looked at him with your eyes that would have told you that he was the son of God. The Bible didn't say he had long, silky hair. He had bulging biceps and triceps. Didn't say that he was wearing the greatest fine apparel of that day, riding around in chariots and being served by people. There was nothing in the natural, in the flesh, that would have told you that he was the messiah. And this is why he got all this pushback. This is why the scribes and the Pharisees didn't like Jesus because they didn't understand. They didn't have a revelation in the spirit who he was. So you would have probably been one of those people who would have pushed back. But even though they saw Jesus do those miracles, signs and wonders, many people still refuse to believe that he was the son of God. And I'm a firm believer that if Jesus was here today, he would get the same pushback that people gave him in the days of the Bible. And so we've got to really get an understanding, beloved, about what we are and who we are in Christ. And that is a conversation that the Lord has with us. The day that you give your life to the Lord, he's not talking about the old things you did, all the problems you were going through. He doesn't want to talk about that. He wants to talk to the new creature, the new creation in Christ. Behold, all things have passed away and behold, all things become new. And we say, this makes no sense. Because when we look in the mirror, we still look the same. We got the same zits. We got the same gray hair. We got the same wrinkles. We got the same wavy hair, long hair. We're still five foot six. We're still six foot five. But the Lord is not talking to you in a physical realm. He's talking to the new man, the spirit man that has been made new, been made alive, who he has moved into the things of God. This is what God wants to talk to you about when you give your life to Christ. For example, we're going through things, trials and tribulations, and we know as it relates to the world or as it relates to the Bible, that we're going to go through these things. Jesus never said that you were not going to go through things. But he said, I want you to rejoice because I've overcome the world. I've moved you from that. So when we're going through a hard time and we read the word of God, we get confused because somewhere in our mind, we think when we give our life to the Lord, then that means that we're not going to go through things. And so when we do, we get upset, we get frustrated, Many people turn to the world, they go back to the world because they say, I at least understand what's going on over here. I can't possibly understand why I'm dealing with this and I'm saved and God says he loves me, but I'm dealing with all this stuff. The reality is, is that our minds are not renewed to the things of God. I would invite you to read the letters of Paul. I don't have time to go in this today because that's not the nature of my show, but I want to direct you to Paul's writing because he talks about a lot of this stuff and it will make no sense to the natural mind, just the different things that Paul encountered. And he would always say, I'm rejoicing in this because I know this is just a light thing that I'm dealing with. Because he understood that this is not about my five senses. This is not about what my eyes are seeing or what my ears are hearing or what I am feeling in the natural. Now, let me say this to you as well. I am not asking you to deny it. I'm not asking you to deny that you're going through a financial situation. I'm not asking you to deny that your body is racked with pain. I'm not asking you to deny that your marriage is bad. I'm not asking you to deny the fact that your business has gone belly up. I'm asking you to defy it. I'm asking you not to participate in it. Just because trouble comes to your door doesn't mean you got to open up the door and sit with trouble, have breakfast, lunch, and dinner with trouble. I'm not asking you to do that. You don't have to do that. We make choices. When the enemy is trying you and he's fighting you, you have to stand in the finished work of Christ and look him face to face and say, I'm going to fight you. I'm going to speak back to you and tell you that was my old life. That's what I did in my past, but I'm a new person. I'm a new creature. See, we don't fight. I don't know if you've ever been in a fight before. But before you got in a fight, you didn't know you could fight. You learned you could fight when you got in one. But I want you to know you are in a fight. News flash. You are not teamed up with the devil anymore. You're not partying with him anymore. You're not clubbing with him anymore. You're not doing the stuff you did anymore. So he's angry. He's mad with you because you left him for God. And so he's just not going to sit back and be happy about that. So I want you to open up your spiritual understanding and realize that this is a part of your walk with Christ, that the enemy is going to try you. But I don't want you to participate in anything that he brings your way. For example, if somebody were to deliver you a package and it doesn't have your name on it, generally what we do, we return it to sender. We don't open up the box. We don't do anything that's illegal because it doesn't belong to you. So when sickness comes knocking at your door, say you got the wrong address, I'm going to return you to sender. When the enemy is trying your kids, you say, nope, you're not getting in. I'm returning you to sender. Any kind of thing that God didn't promise you, why are you participating in it? Return it to sender. This doesn't belong to me. See, We've given our authority over to the enemy. And he's just beat us up. I mean, he's just pounced on us. But we got to wise up in the spirit realm. We got to stand up in the power of God and say, you know what? I am going to fight you. I am not going to let you tell me this and I believe it. I'm not going to let you tell me that and I believe it. No, I know who I am. I know whose I am. This is what the spirit of God will begin to talk to you and I about who we are. Do you know this is why people get in debt? This is why people get in drugs and alcohol. This is why people do things crazy with their bodies. They having sex with this one and that one. They don't know who they are. So they seem to think that if I buy this, if I buy that, if I get all hocked up with debt, if I get this car, if I get this and that, then people will like me and they will ingratiate themselves to me. And so you in debt, you can't pay it back. Same things with drug and alcohol. People try drugs. They get hooked. They get with this group. They get with that group. If I drink this kind of wine, I drink this type of beer, this person will like me. They'll invite me to the party. This is a lot of peer pressure. Watch this. We're young and old. Old folks got peer pressure just like young folks do. Trust me, I've seen it all. And we got to realize and understand this is the hook of the enemy. This is how he reels you in. You look at your life, it's not going the way you thought it was going to go. Things have not turned out to be what you thought it was going to be. So we get sucked in to another realm of living in the natural and we get hooked on drugs, alcohol, this, that, and the third, because we don't know who we are. And then the Lord stops by. He says, I've delivered you from the power of darkness. I've translated you into a new kingdom. I redeemed you through my blood. I've forgiven your sins. And this makes no sense to us because we say, well, if that's true, why am I dealing with this? I'll tell you why. Because we participated with it. Notice this. I've heard people say this. They say, you know, this is the season for colds. This is the sea. This is the flu season. You better get your shot. We invite things into our life. What is this flu season? That don't, even if it does exist, I'm not about to participate with that. You know, this is a season of recession. Okay, but I'm not about to participate with that. You know, this is going around. Monkeypox is going around. This is happening. People are still getting the virus. You better make sure you get your shots. You get double boosted, triple boosted. And man, people doing all this stuff and they still getting the virus. They still getting this, that, and the third. I am not denying that people are not getting sick. That's what I said to you a few minutes ago. I'm not denying this, but I am going to defy it. I'm not going to invite this into my life. I refuse to accept anything in the world because everything that is in the world is debt, death, and destruction. I've had enough of that. You should have enough of that. This is what I want you to know. Just because you're having a bad day, A bad week, a bad month, a bad year does not change what God's word said about you. Not one scintilla does that change. And many times in our head, we seem to think if I'm going through a bad time, then this is what it is. No, that's what you are in right now. But notice what David said. David said, yea, though, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I'm walking through it. In other words, it's one thing for you to walk through something. It's another thing for it to walk through you. I hope you got what I said. If it's going through me, it's messing me up. That means it's trying to live. It's trying to build a home inside of me. No, I can't have that. I can have debt, destruction, sickness, disease, calamity, unforgiveness, bitterness, being angry. I cannot allow any of that to move through me. So I'm going to move through it. And I'm going to move through it recognizing and understanding that just because I'm going through a situation doesn't mean God doesn't love me, doesn't mean he doesn't care about me, doesn't mean I'm not going to rise again doesn't mean that this situation is not going to change. What it ought to say to you that the enemy only tries those who he's not cool with. I never had anybody come up against me that I'm cool with. It's the people that I don't know that don't like me that will try me. But we got to realize that if we going in the same direction as the enemy, that's a bad sign. If you've never been attacked by the enemy, that means you're on the same team as the enemy. We got to realize and understand that just because in our five senses, the things of God don't make any sense, that's how it's supposed to be. Because if you are of your five senses, everything that God is saying to you will never make any sense any sense to you. I want to encourage you today as you listen to this podcast. Again, I know that there are things in your life you don't like. I know there are things that are going on in your family you wish would never have happened. I realize that there are times when we are going through seasons where we just, just is just like, man, come on, Lord, I didn't sign up for this. I need this to change. And God is saying, I need you to renew your mind in the word of God about where you are in your relationship with me. God says, I have translated you into the kingdom of his dear son. You are not a part of the kingdom of darkness. That word translated means to move you into something else. That's what he did literally when he died for you. He moved you from that place. Notice that if I move from A to B, I'm not at A anymore. I'm at B. I'm not where I used to be. And this is what I'm trying to tell you. Spiritually, you are not where you used to be. Physically, you at the same address. Physically, you may be in the same city and state. Physically, you might be married to the same person. But can I tell you something? Just because that is true in the natural, it is also true in the spirit that I am not in the same place of consciousness. I'm not in the same place in my life in terms of what God is doing in me. See, when God is doing something inside of you, you can still be living in the same city and state, driving the same car, looking the same in the natural, but what's going on in your spirit is something you just cannot explain. And I want you to know that this is where the true transformation is, that you could be going through a bad time in your life. But when God starts talking to you, he'll start talking to you about what's coming. He'll start talking to you about what he's already done and how you are to look at that situation and how you need to perceive what I'm doing in your life. This is what causes you to come out of a situation when you realize and recognize what God is doing for you right now. And this is where the enemy wants to get us. He wants to get us focused on debt. And we can't even see that God has a better day for us right now. He wants you to get focused on sickness and disease and rehearse it. And now you're taking these meds and this stuff. And you had doctor's appointments and you spending all your money. But the woman with the issue of blood said, I have had enough. I know that if I can press my weight and touch the hem of his garment, watch this. I'm going to be made whole. Jesus didn't tell her that. She got a revelation that if I can touch the hem of his garment, because the Bible says that she spent all the money she had. She was broke, busted, and disgusted. She had nothing else. She couldn't buy no more meds. She couldn't see not one more doctor because they couldn't help her. Sometimes that's the birthplace of change. When we realize that I've come now to an end of myself. And I've got to now see what God wants to do. She touched the hem of his garment and the power of God hit her life and she was transformed. And this is what I'm saying to you. Yeah, I know this makes no sense. It's not supposed to in the natural, but this should make a great deal of spiritual sense when you understand what Jesus did. He's delivered you out of darkness. Watch this. Even if you're in a dark time, you got to tell darkness you can't stay. This is what I mean. We allow things to stay. We won't say nothing. We won't fight. We say, I'm not built like that. Well, let me tell you something. When you start reading the word, he gonna build you like that. So that can't be your testimony. You may start out weak. When you become a believer in terms of the things that you don't know, but the more you keep feasting on the word of God, the more you continue to walk with the Lord, I'm telling you, you're going to get stronger and stronger and stronger and you're going to rise up and you're going to say to yourself, why did I allow the enemy to do this to me all these years? Why did I believe the lie of the enemy? Because we were not strong enough in the things of God. Is why I'm always telling people, you got to get in your word. How are you going to know what the promises of God are? How are you going to know what you can be right now? How are you going to deal with your present situation if you're not listening to what God is saying? you got to disconnect from the world and then connect to your power source, which is God, and he's going to help you see some things that you've never seen before. He has delivered us out of the dominion of darkness. He's moved us into the kingdom of his dear son, and he has redeemed us through the death, burial, and resurrection, and he had the nerve to forgive me of my sins. That means the sin nature now no longer controls me. I'm controlled now by the power of the Holy Ghost. That means that everything that I'm currently doing now, I realize I don't have to do that. You got a way out. There is another option for you. Life is full of choices, and unfortunately, the unrenewed mind will continue to choose the wrong things, and this is why we're dealing with stuff in our life. We keep making bad choices. Do you know you can be saved and born again and not read your Bible and keep making bad choices, and God will say to you, I love you, I got better for you, but you got to wise up in the things of God so you can make better choices choices. God has set before us the way to go. But if you keep choosing the wrong thing because you got a carnal mind and you got this mindset that says, before I believe it, before I walk in it, God, you're going to have to show me. No, you're going to continue to get more of what you don't want. But I want to encourage you today, if I can, Lord, I pray I can encourage you. I want you to begin to see that what you're dealing with now, although it's a fact that you may not have but five dollars in your bank account, God is saying to you that you're rich. And see, when God says to you that you're rich, that thing that he begins to minister and share with you will build you to the point that your bank account in the natural got to change because he's going to start dealing with you about what you have and about how you can use that to be a blessing to your family and other people. And that is what he says. I've given you the power to get wealth. God don't give you money. He gives you the power to get it. And you got to spend time with God so he can show you how to get wealth, how to make wealth, how to create wealth, opportunities for your family. There's no reason to be broke. We're broke because we choose to be, because we don't have an understanding of God and what he comes to do for us. It's like anything else in life. What you don't know is destroying you. I'm going to say that to you again. What you don't know right now is destroying you. So when you know something, it can't destroy you no more. can only build you up when you know what you need to know, you can do better. When we know better, we can do better. I want you to rise up today and defy the odds. You can, for greater is he that lives in you than he that lives in the world. He's the greater one. Stop looking at what's in your bloodline, who your mother and father are or were, where you grew up, all the hard times. Listen, I realize it. I got it, man. I understand it. I had my fair share of hard times. But you know what I had to say to myself? Lord, I know you're real. I just need you to reveal yourself to my spirit, man, and begin to minister to me the things that you have in store for me. You got to pursue the plan of God. It's just not going to run you over. You got to pursue the will of God. You just not going to find it. This notion that you just going to bump into it is not true. You must pursue God just like you pursue things in the world. You just didn't get on drugs and alcohol. You pursued that. You just didn't get hooked up in a bad relationship. You pursued that. And we think somehow we're just going to just find God while we're sitting on our couch. No, you're going to have to get up, get in your word, start praying, start connecting with the church. And as you are making steps to pursue God, He will reveal to you who you really are. He will reveal to you the plan he has for you. And I don't care how old you are. When you begin to start making steps towards God, it's going to be worth it. I want to tell you, yeah, I know this makes no sense. But my prayer is that it's going to start making some spiritual sense to you that you got to disconnect from the five senses. That means I cannot look at things the way that they are. God is going to start showing me the way that it is. We know that our natural eyes are for a purpose. Our natural ears are for a purpose. God has given you that. It's for a purpose. But it's not to communicate with him on that level is we have to communicate with the things of God in the realm of the spirit. And when we do, we will understand I am delivered and totally set free from all forms of darkness. I've been brought completely out of darkness. I never have to participate with the powers of darkness ever again. Why? Because Jesus broke all the powers and the ability darkness. When I accept Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior, I am totally set free. It's my five senses just don't know yet. This is why you have to talk to your five senses. This is why you got to talk to your mind and say, no, we're not going to be sad today. We're not going to be depressed today. We're not going to rehearse that in our mind today. I am rich in God. I am blessed going in and coming out. And you got to begin to believe what God's word is saying about you, even if it even looks or seems or feels like you in a bad place. You got to tell yourself, God loves me. And when you begin to start telling yourself this and understanding it in the word of God, so many things are going to happen for you. We've been delivered from the voice of darkness. All the things that the enemy is saying to you, would the enemy say to you, you're going to make it? No, he ain't going to tell you anything about who you are in God. But what you got to do, you got to speak God's word and know that he that speaks unto you That's who the spirit of Christ is. We're delivered from the authority and the power of darkness. The devil and all his demonic spirits, they are under your feet. They are broke gang. They got no money. They got no power. Only if you yield to them, they can control you. So let's stop talking about the devil has all power. He does not. He only takes our authority that we willingly give to him. What a misnomer that is. We think that the enemy has power. He doesn't. We give him the power and then he destroys us with the same power we gave to him. So you know what we got to do? We got to say, no, not today. I'm taking my power back. I'm taking my life back. And the enemy cannot use the power of authority over us. I'm taking it back today. And in the name of Jesus, things are going to turn around for me. Watch this right now. Stop putting off the plan of God for later. In the sweet by and by. No. No everything with God is right now. The scripture says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, but I've seen it in the spirit. So I can have it right now. I want to encourage you. Things are changing for you right now because God's word says so, and you got to say what he says. And when you do, things are going to turn around for you. I pray that this blessed you today. And if it did, as always, I need you to send me an email right now and let me know. Send it to info at thomasadeloach.com. You can go to my website at thomasadeloach.com. At some point here in the near future, we're going to be changing up our website where you can listen to all of my episodes on the website, I wanna pull everybody to our new website and I'll announce to you when that will happen. But right now you can go there and on that homepage, I do have a subscriber box where you can put your email in there. When you click that send button, I will send to you a free PDF and a once a month newsletter to encourage you and so that we can stay connected to the things that I wanna present to you because I love to teach. I don't want people to be ignorant, concerning, what the promises of God are. So we're just going to continue to stay connected and continue to keep pushing out these things that will be a blessing to you. And finally, if you are being blessed by these episodes, and I really believe that you are, I want you to consider financially partnering with me on that homepage at thomasadeloach.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter and put your information in there at thomasadeloach.com. If you would scroll all the way down almost to the bottom of the screen, you will see a donation tab. Click that button and you can give to your heart's desire. No gift is too big or too small. And whatever you give, it really does help me to produce these shows and other things that I want to empower you with. And I believe if you partner with me today, financially partner with me today, God will be well pleased. Well, listen, again, I'm praying for you and I'm believing God's best, and I know that God has a plan for your life, and I believe now this is starting to make some spiritual sense to you, that you do not have to be a victim. You are victorious. I'm praying for you always, and remember to be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show, To Empower You. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged. Please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com. And follow me on Instagram at Thomas a. Deloge, and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be, be empowered. empowered.